Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Joining us now, Bill Huber, PackerCentral.com, SI.com. Now joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Bill, how are you doing? I'm great. How about you? I'm doing well. So uh, there's plenty of places to start with this Packers team. Let's start with the positives first. The offensive line has been simply outstanding, uh, for lack of a better term. And uh, they've done it even through injuries and, you know, kind of moving guys around. What, in your opinion, has made this offensive line so stellar? Um, you know, I had a really smart old line guy tell me a long time ago. Um, if, you, if, if you have three or four guys, you've got a good line. Because, you know, if, if you have a weakness here and a weakness there, you can kind of scheme around the rest of it. So when you got Bakhtiari, who's fantastic, you got Jenkins, who's fantastic, and you got Lindsley, who's fantastic, the rest of you can kind of work around. Um, I, I think the depth is probably better than we all, all thought. Um, I, I thought Turner was – I was surprised they started Turner last week, but he played really well. So I, I, just, I just think it's, that their, their good guys are so good um, that it makes the rest of it work. The uh, the offense is just clicking. I know David Bakhtiari said yesterday on the big show in Milwaukee, he said, look, it's just it just feels right right now. Aaron Rodgers alluded to it time and again with the rhythm. Uh, how much do you think, because we put so much stock into the whole thing for, you know, the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and, and Matt. Look, I've always said I don't think that, I think we're making a mountain out of a molehill. It really does, though, seem like, you know, you can take the Jordan Love scenario out of this whole thing. It, they're on the same page right now, wouldn't you say so? Yeah, it's funny. You know, Rodgers and LaFleur, too, I mean, they've all talked about this whole year two thing, and they kept saying it, and they kept saying it. And it became almost accepted as fact, like it was like it was this thing that was just ordained to be true. You know, I, I did a story about it back in, I don't know, April or May or something, and it's not fact. Um, you, I, I look at, I don't know, 10 years of, of year two schemes, and by and large, they, they got worse. A little bit. I mean, it wasn't like it was astronomically worse. It wasn't like there weren't some exceptions that teams got better. But I mean, it, it really didn't hold any water. But it certainly has here. Obviously, um, they, they have found this great relationship where you know maybe and maybe it was all the off-season Zoom stuff where they're able to really hash out. Okay, this is what works. 
this is what I feel comfortable with, this is what I feel comfortable with, let's base it on those things. And then, you know, part of it, too, is LeFleur talks until he was blue in the face last year about um, the marrying of plays and plays that look alike. They just never got to that last year, you know? The, you know, And we saw so much of it against the Saints, which is like the perfect example of all these running plays, which didn't really do much. But then the passing plays looked exactly like the running plays, and they all worked like a charm. So I, I think LeFleur's really gotten better at that, of, of sticking to his plan of um, building plays. You know, I mean, maybe part of it's Rodgers, too. Rodgers has so much of a green light in the line of scrimmage. Maybe it's, he's got a bigger, better feel of it, too, thinking, you know what? Play A is not going to work. I could go to play B or play C here. Well, play B kind of works better with play A, so maybe I'm going to go, go that route. I, I don't know what it is. It's probably a combination of all those things, but I, th- I think that they are marrying plays more frequently and better than last year, I think, has been, has been huge. What is the value increase from beginning of the season until we sit here today of Aaron Jones? Um, I would say not much. Um, I, I mean, he, he's established. I mean, how, how, how is the star going to get any brighter than it is now, you know? I mean, he's yeah. already shown the world how good he is. I, mean, I don't know what they're going to do there, though, Bill. Um, I mean, everybody knows that running backs who get paid um, – Payoff usually isn't there. I mean, Todd Gurley at the Rams, being an obvious case of my Le'Veon Bell after sitting out a year, gets a huge contract with the Jets. That hasn't panned out. David Johnson with the Cardinals got a big deal. He stunk, and they got rid of him. Um, they don't have a lot of cap space. I, I would be inclined to believe that he's not going to be here next year, but um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a great question. I, I think what works in Green Bay's favor here is, I mean, he's, he's not making a boatload of money right now, so maybe – Maybe the bird in the hand is worth two in a bush if they can get a deal done, but just the fact they have so little cap space next year because of COVID, it's going to be really hard to get a deal done. I would think because you, you, you know you drafted Dylan, um, but you didn't draft anybody to replace Bakhtiari. And hell, if he, even if he did, probably, he probably couldn't replace Bakhtiari anyway. So if you could only afford one, I would, I would probably go left tackle. Right, yeah, left tackles are so incredibly hard to find. Although, I know that Matt LaFleur stated the other day, and he hasn't used Dylan in short situations, and he hasn't used a young guy in important situations, but he says, you know, he needs to get lower. He needs to get down behind his pads. And while Dylan, when he has touched the ball or has had his opportunities, he's graded out really well. He's he's not that guy from what we've seen so far, at least, uh, of being able to just step in and fill the shoes of Aaron Jones, who is just uh, getting better and better. And I, I think Aaron Jones, that, that uh, pit blitz pickup that he had the other night that would have gotten Aaron Rodgers creamed, yep. I think it just makes him so much more valuable. And, and so I, I just wonder what they're going to do with him. I, you're right. I don't think they have enough money just to say, here you go under the cap. There would have to be some restructuring going on, and that's just not the Packers' way, though, is it? Oh, that's right, Bill. You hit the nail on the head there. They have just have not done that. I mean, the Saints do it all the time. And they're screwed. I mean, they're eighty. I mean, they are eighty million dollars over the cap next year. I mean, right. I'm not exaggerating. They're eighty million. I mean, this is what happens. Um, they haven't done it, and this is going to be Kudukunz's dilemma here: is do you do you break out that mold because your team is really good, you know, and you got a chance to win this year and next year because of the talent, or do you stick with what's what's worked, but then you you lose players. Um, you're right, Dylan is not Aaron Jones. But, you know, Aaron, like, and, you, and you kind of hit on it too, Bill, but Aaron Jones wasn't Aaron Jones either as a rookie. Too. I mean, he was horrible in pass protection. Hell, he was a terrible receiver too. He's really built himself into a, a, a star player, and that is, uh, you know, I would say it's uh, quite, a, quite a credit to, to hard work and his personality and, and everything about him as a person. 
um, to get him to where he is as a player. Talking with Bill Huber of PackerCentral.com, SI.com, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Defensively speaking, um, do, you, do they get better? Do they stay the same? Do they continually get worse? This was a poor, poor tackling performance. But I do know that they also had some guys that were ailing as well. But uh, how you how, how you looking at this defense right now? That's about what we thought they'd be, right? I mean, I, I will say, I, should, I shouldn't say that. Um, I thought Kersey would be more of an impact player. And he hasn't done a darn thing, to be honest with you. Um, again, he's two and a what, two and a third quarters or you know, into this thing, so I'm you know I, I'm not going to write it off. But um, I th- I thought he'd be a pretty large upgrade over Martinez. I, I haven't seen it, and and here you are again. I mean, inside linebackers is it's what it's been forever. It's just this black hole of of mediocrity. I don't. I mean, what, what are they going to what are you going to do? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, could draft a Patrick Queen ahead of Love, I suppose, but they didn't. This is what you got. So you you hope that that Kersey will settle into things because I do think he's got the potential to be better than Martinez. I just haven't seen it. And you hope that maybe Kamal Martin gets back in midseason and can hit his group. But man, alive, they it's just this never ending problem. And you know, we I mean, part of it too is Kamara. I mean, Kamara makes a lot of guys look bad, but um, these are the kind of guys you're going to face in the playoffs. I mean, you're you're going to face Kamara in the playoffs again. You, you might have to face Raheem Mostert, who ran for eight billion yards in the playoffs. So it was a if you're going to get to the Super Bowl, this is this is who you got to line up and beat. Who's the uh, who's the NFC favorite right now, in your opinion? Is it the Packers when you start to look at some of the teams that are out there? I mean, I, I can't – I was thinking New Orleans, and I just uh, – boy, I've got my major question marks about New Orleans now. I know Seattle yep. is a good team, but they're very, very flawed defensively, much like the Packers. Who is your pick? <laughs> That's a great point, Bill. I mean, aren't the Packers and the Seahawks the same team? I mean, the quarterbacks are obviously Pretty totally much, yeah. different. But, I mean, they, they are kind of the same team. Um, God, I might go with Green Bay. As crazy as that sounds, as flawed as they are, but help me, you're right. They, they all have flaws. Um, I, I might go with Green Bay. I might um, because I, I don't know what Coba's going to be like in January. But if if Green Bay could somehow get home field, I, I like Green Bay's home field advantage over Seattle's. If it's going to be empty stadiums, because it's going to be miserably cold out here. Um. I might, yeah, I might be inclined to go Green Bay, as odd as that is a sound. I, I do think I'm not the world's foremost authority on the Seahawks, but I mean, Alexander and King, I think they're probably better at corner than Seattle is. And if it's going to be an aerial show, I would think Green Bay's corners probably are better suited to stop Wilson than Seattle's corners are to stop Rodgers. Um, I like um, you know both coaches. Pete Carroll, obviously a very savvy veteran. I got to tell you, offensively, I love what Lafleur is doing right now. I mean, the misdirection, all the things going in opposite ways. They had fifty-two percent of their plays this past Sunday were play action. Uh, the offense just has so much more of a dynamicness to it than what we've seen in the in the recent past. So, I, I I'd almost have to say, if you go in a shootout between those two teams, I almost give the nod, not necessarily even to the team that has the last chance. Uh, being the Packers or the or, or the Seahawks, the, plus the defense has come up big at big at big moments with turnovers, three turnovers in three games that have all been in big moments. But the fact that the offense has been so dynamic, and I would assume that they are still digging deeper into the playbook, I almost want to give the nod to the Packers, and I'm with you where I say, you know, why not the Green Bay Packers? You know? Yeah, it is. It was. Yeah, I, I'm gonna shoot myself here. It's you know I have always downplayed coaching. Um, I've always just figured, you know, X's and O's are all well and good, but if, if my X is better than your O, 
you know, that doesn't who gives a crap about the, the playbook. My guy's just going to beat your guy, I'm, and I'm going to win. Um, man, look, Florida's really got defenses on a string, though. Again, that Saints game was the perfect example of it. I mean, the, I mean they, they they just kept tackling Aaron Jones, who never had the ball. It was it was unbelievable. And credit to Lafleur for, and this is what McCarthy, of course, never did, mm-hmm. is sticking with the running game. You know, it it wasn't bad, but I mean, they didn't average four yards to carry, yes, or on on Sunday. It was, but Lafleur kept running it in there because it, it worked. It, it it wasn't getting yards, but the the, the run game was such a factor, and, and the threat of it was there that. It set up all those stupidly easy dump-offs of tight ends, and it got Lazard open by 20 yards deep. Yeah, he's, he's done a masterful job for sure. And I think a lot of that is the coming in here saying you're going to run the ball, but then actually running the ball. And Mike McCarthy always said he wanted to run the ball and then did not. Uh, Bill, one more question before I let you go, and that is uh, Mike Pettin. A lot of criticism every time somebody misses a tackle. Do you believe, and I go back to the offseason when they said, well, it was just gap assignments and such. Do you believe that Pettin is getting the most out of this defense? See, now I'm going to go back to what I said about coaching and X's and O's. If my X can't beat your O, who cares? And, and their D-line is so bad, especially if you take Kenny Clark out of the lineup. And they're, they're terrible. I mean, how, what's he supposed to do? You know, his guy, he, he's... He's got a, a D line which is undermanned. He's had his inside linebackers yesterday, or guess not yesterday. Jeez Louise, um, he had a seventh round pick who didn't play as a rookie on defense and an undrafted free agent. Hey, what are you supposed to do? So I, 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 I honestly, I don't know what Mike Patton's supposed to do. Um, get Kenny Clark back would help, and then see what you can get from there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I frankly, Mike, Mike Patton is he's stuck with personnel that isn't equipped to stop running games. And if you can't stop the run, then it's second and six and it's third and two. So then you can't blitz. Um, Will Redmond is a liability in that dime linebacker role, but they don't, they don't have anybody else. I mean, they, they've got a myriad of problems, and your hope is the offense scores a million points, and then you get two stops, and it's like the 2011 Packers, you know, where you have, it's 17 to 17, the offense scores, so it's 24 to 17, and then they finally get a stop or a turnover, and then they score again, and it's 31 to 17, and then the game's over. That's... That's probably the hope here, is you just outscore everybody and you make everybody throw the ball, and then Alexander and King are there to take care of the rest of it. That's got to be the hope. Good stuff, Bill, as always. We appreciate it. We'll talk again down the road, okay? All right, take care, Bill. Appreciate it. Thanks, pal. Talk to you soon. There you go, Bill Huber. You can read his stuff, PackerCentral.com and also SI.com. Joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.